And now it's radio silence. Because <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, the recording has started. I don't started. have on headphones. You think I should put on headphones? I don't have on headphones either. Why did we used to put on headphones and now we don't? I feel like you didn't have headphones on. Oh yeah, you did. You had Bluetooth headphones, right? Of course, someone's calling me. Um, Watch the audio sound terrible because we didn't put I on know. I let, I'm going to put headphones on because I think the one episode that sounded terrible this season was when That's I didn't have headphones. All right, let me put some on. All right, BRB. Give me like three minutes. You're good. For these to charge because I can't find the old school headphones. Want your blue ones? Yeah, I can't find them. Aren't they journeys? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What's that supposed to mean? (laughs) Just saying, maybe she took back her headphones. (laughs) Hey, ladies. I'm Tori. And I'm Wendy. Welcome to the Fruitful Vine, where we delight in motherhood and life one honest conversation at a time. Hey, ladies, welcome to the Fruitful Vine. Hope you're having a wonderful Friday. My name is Wendy from Plan Prep. What's my name? (laughs) Plan Prep Pray. (laughs) My name is Wendy from Plan Prep Pray. And I am joined by my beautiful co-host, Tori from the Oglesby Ohana. Tori, how are you doing today, girl? I am doing so well. How are you, Wendy? I'm tired. As you can tell, I forgot my own channel name. (laughs) Your and your whole vibe is super mellow and chill. But you know, I'm always like super chill and mellow. (laughs) Um, Remind me. The lies, the lies. Yeah, no, um, yeah, just very, very. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm very, very, um, not, not tired, but like really good about like conserving energy lately because mm. it's limited. So I'm just, you know, just vibing. I'm right here. I'm right here now. Remind me, do you guys celebrate Halloween? Yes and no. Like it's not this big, um, like if you walk outside right now, you look across the street, you would think it's a haunted house, like just a straight haunted house right across the street. My neighbors go all out. I'm talking skeletons. I'm talking um, ghosts everywhere. I'm talking um, zombies. There's people coming out the ground. Um, Just like a child's worst nightmare is happening over there. Freddy Krueger screaming every night and just like ghosts. So, you know, it's, it's, it's happening next door. My house is just dark. Cause, um, unless I turn on the lights, there's really just, just nothing happening. Um, so I don't go all out like that, but the, the kids do dress up and they go trick-or-treating with the next door neighbors. And that's the most that we do. Matter of fact, we haven't even gotten costumes yet this year. That's something that I said, I'm going to do right <laughs> after we're done with this. Yes. Okay. Cause we do know Halloween is Sunday, right? Look, look. What had happened was, I have no excuse. There's absolutely no excuse. <laughs> no, no, no. We, um, 
yeah, no, we don't. I don't do the spooky decorations, which my kids are really upset about. They're, they really want a spooky house. And I'm like, look, y'all are going to get my cute fall pumpkins and y'all are going to leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, but we do, we trick or treat. We always have a party, um, like a trick or treating party. Um, and then it's, it's Journey's favorite holiday. So she, she loves it. Um, I don't do any spooky. I can't, but I, I love a good time. And that's what Halloween is to me. It's just a good time. So with that coming up this weekend, we all need to be preserving energy because our social calendar is packed again. And when is your, when is your party? So I am not hosting the party this year, which is kind of sad, but kind of your neighborhood is a lot more spaced out this year though. Right. Yeah. I don't really, I don't live in a neighborhood, yeah, so yeah. I don't, I don't have um, kids to feed, but we are going to a neighborhood of our friends and she's kind of hosting the whole pizza thing. And then um, that's Saturday. So her neighborhood's trick or treating on Saturday. And then my, our old neighborhood is trick or treating on Sunday. So if we're feeling like it, we might double dip and do two trick or treats. But we also have a trunk or treat at um, Justin's work, and so it's going to be a busy weekend. But sounds like a lot of candy. It. Oh yeah. Oh, have you heard about the Switch Witch? No, that sounds scary. I. I that's <laughs> not. No, Wendy, you're gonna love it. I was listening to another podcast. I can't, I forget the name. It's not a podcast that I listen to often, but they were talking about the switch, Witch, and what the switch, Witch is, is the night after Halloween, you have your kid fill a bucket buckets with candy and you put it out for the switch, Witch. and what the switch, Witch does is you get to trade your candy for something else. So the switch, which if you give her candy, will bring you, I don't know, um, a book or some games to play. So it's kind of like getting rid of the candy smart uh, to, yeah. So I thought that was a brilliant idea. Uh, I think, I think your kids, like if you do it, your kid is supposed to have like a list for the switch with which to buy, but um, yeah, I was like, oh, that's brilliant to get to get rid of all the candy. Oh, that's sweet. I don't like the name because I'm not really into witches and stuff. Switch witch. But, Switch witch. <laughs> but um, that's uh, that's nicer than what I do. That's so much. You nicer could call than it the, the, the switch pumpkin. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But I'm just like, I'm just like, look, y'all got tonight. Make it count. Candy mm-hmm. gone by tomorrow. <laughs> I like to save it for like, um, for bribing. Oh, you want to do that? Okay, go, go do that. And then you can get a piece of candy. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. So that's where we are. Um, let's, I want to know how you're doing, you know, harvest is coming to an end, which in case you didn't know, that's what Halloween, one of the reasons Halloween was created to signify the end of the harvest season. Um, And so as harvest is coming to an end, Wendy, and we're gearing up for the most wonderful time of the year, 
How are you juggling it? How are you handling it? Where is your mind at right now? I mean, to be honest, who even thought it was harvest? Like I didn't, I wasn't even on the like harvest train. Oh, it's harvest season. What we collected. No, like and you this, mentioned, this I'm telling you, part, this is the part of you that makes me question why we're friends. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, I was not even here. Like I was not even What do there. you mean? You don't do harvest. Like the native Americans did harvest. Like harvest. Oh, is you're right. You're right. I need to get back to my native American roots. <laughs> no, but I'm saying it's not like this American made thing. Like it's a sign of the times. It's I'm not harvest. saying it's anybody. All I'm saying is life is really happening around here like there's a lot going on okay and if we gonna slow down <laughs> not even slow down we gonna just switch things up and start harvesting girl who got time to harvest who will take care of these kids <laughs> oh my gosh you know for someone who loves intentionality you do not honor beauty or <laughs> art in your life. <laughs> it really offends me. Wow, Amongst Lord, all like the living, finally you, seeing me. I feel seen. Yeah, you. I oh, I see you, girl. <laughs> this is a safe space, and I fully see you. <laughs> However, comma. I just. I, I, I admire just wonder how it how how does that feel to live? You know that what way? you know what it is. I am very, I am very just into, <laughs> um, playing. Okay, all right, all right, all right. How do how do I explain this? Okay, because it's, I don't want it to sound. I'm just really into the word right now. If that makes sense, I'm just really into. Um, the Bible and digesting it and seeing how it speaks into my life, how it applies to my children, my family. How do I live out this life? You know what I mean? So it really disconnects me from the things that are happening. Not saying God didn't create the seasons because let oh, like, yeah, God created the seasons. Okay. And I the Bible has and festivals the <laughs> and the Bible has festivals and all the things like, I understand that, but I feel like there's a time for learning and there's a time for applying what you've learned to your life. And, um, there's a time for teaching what you've learned and things like that. And right now I'm in the time of learning and slowly applying that to my life. So for example, I'm really diving deep into what it means to be a wife, what that looks like. Why is that so important? How has the world influenced my view of what it's like to be a wife? And I'm really diving deep into that and really living and mushing and rolling around in that and really wrestling with a lot of things that I thought were biblical and they're just not. They're just not. What did you think? Give me an example. Well, this is kind of is it too personal? It's not that it's personal. I, girl, you know, I don't mind getting personal. It, I just don't want to make people feel uncomfortable. All right. Um, but like one thing, for instance, sex being for 
Oh gosh, if y'all got kids, I should have put a disclaimer <laughs> right before I say they sex. Have headphones. Fam. Hopefully they have headphones. <laughs> but, but like that for me, there's something in my mind that has ingrained in my mind that a woman is supposed to serve her husband when it comes to sex in the sense that like biblically we should submit to our husbands sexually, which in my mind meant absent of how we may be feeling if we want to do it or not, that types of those types of stuff. And I'm learning that God created women to be sexual beings as well as men. You know what I mean? And I'm diving deep into, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not about fulfilling his needs or fulfilling your needs. It's about a connection that needs to be made. And there's just so much scripture and deepness and, and just diving deep into that. Right. So I got that going on. Then on the, on the flip side, I'm learning about how God created our minds or how anything scientific when it comes to the mind is very, um, is very, how science is pretty much explaining what God did, what God put in us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Real quick, real quick. Cause this is way far from harvest, but real quick. I know. I'm Ooh. like, Ooh, this is so beautiful. We're going to get a lesson. <laughs> Real no, quick, I real love quick. it. I okay, love okay. it. No. So generational curses, right? Mm-hmm. Did you know that generational curses are quote unquote can be passed on through genes, alcoholism, depression, anxiety, that can be passed on through genes. Did you know that genes, because I've always thought to myself, how that God, that's messed up. How, how are you going to pass it to the fourth and, and fifth and sixth generation? Like that's so messed up. How are you going to do that to these people? That's not their fault that their parents messed up. You know what I mean? So I always thought that that in my mind, like I'm always like, man, that really, that something ain't right about that. Did you know that even though you may have a certain gene for something, a generational curse for it, you, it doesn't necessarily need to be activated. You activate it. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm just like, oh, look at God. Look at how he did it. He still did the curse, right? But then he still provided a way out for the next generation and the next generation. And I'm just like, just diving all into that. That's what I'm doing while you out here harvesting some pumpkin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That doesn't sound judgy at all. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I love, I love that you're diving into the Lord's word because that is all that truly matters. And I think it's good that you're in this learning space. I think that for me, I am in the space of catching my breath and enjoying my days after a season of learning and stupidity and rough trials. Um, I'm just catching my breath and really looking at the beauty of it all and trying to, as much as society keeps telling me to like, think about the next thing, I'm just trying to think about here. So like, I'm so excited for Halloween this weekend. I'm so excited to spend time with my family and to laugh and joke and cuddle and watch like, I don't know why, but that brings me great joy. Um, 
And it's and we kind of talked about this last Friday. Life is hard. Okay, Mm -hmm. there's plenty of hardness in life. There's plenty of learning in life. And um, I don't think we laugh enough. I don't think we I don't think I think we're just so hard on ourselves. Um, In good pursuit and trying to be the you know, and trying to be godly and trying to pursue God and trying to do all these things. Um, I think the issue is that we're trying to do all those things, right? Like, like there is rather where, than living and resting in it. Yeah. Like, guess what? All the work has been done. Yeah. Girl. <laughs> he died. Yeah. He rose. You're forgiven. Now live, mm-hmm. live freely, live boldly, live for him. And don't you don't you dare let the enemy win by not enjoying some of your days. Like this life is hard. No, um, I agree. So what does harvest mean for you? Ooh, so for me, so glad you asked. <laughs> for me, it is simply looking back on the year and seeing what good works have come from it. Um, what seeds did you sow this year that you're now being able to harvest? What seeds did you sow three years ago that are finally beginning to grow? Where did you put your energy in? Let's celebrate that. Let's celebrate these little victories, um, that get us from the next day to the next day to the next day. Let's count our blessings. Um, and that's what November and December and October represent to me. It's like a slowing down this year. You worked hard. Now let's slow down. Let's harvest it. Let's be thankful and grateful. Let's meditate on it. And then let's prepare to work again because January will be here before we know it. Um, So for me, that's what the harvest season is. Let me slow down and look and see and feel all of this life because by golly, it goes by too fast. And I'm not going to let, you know, the commercial world and all the stores, um, make me rush to Christmas when I'm just trying to enjoy Halloween or make me rush to Thanksgiving when I'm not there yet. So it's just a slowing down for me. And, and, um, reclaiming my power and celebrating that which is good celebrating that which makes me smile my question is why why does it have to be october november december that you're harvesting why does that have to be when you're celebrating because you're not guaranteed another october november december Why not harvest and celebrate and be grateful and enjoy all throughout the the year, all from January, November, December? Like, um, I feel like that's what the Sabbath is for. I feel like that's why God created it for us to intentionally slow down and for us to intentionally rest and be grateful and refocus and say, you know what, this week, 
this week, this is what I can harvest this week. Um, what makes October, November, December different from what we should be doing all throughout the year? Yeah, well, to that, I say there's cycles, right? So there's a day cycle, 24 hours. There's your weekly cycle. There's your uh, monthly cycle and there's your yearly cycle, right? Mm -hmm. So for that, I say, yeah, Sabbath is that for every week. Absolutely. But for the year, and, and you should be practicing gratitude and think thankfulness and celebration every day. You should be laughing every day, but you know what? We all know life's not like that. We all know that there's a time and season for it all. And so regarding the times and the seasons, October, as soon as that autumn moon comes and that, um, autumn or that, uh, winter moon comes that it's just a rhythm for me. I don't know. It's just my annual rhythm of, okay, my brain and my body and my heart and my soul are slowing down and we're paying more attention now. Um, so yes, Sunday is 1000% that weekly Sabbath check-in or Saturday. I know some people that do it on Saturday too. Some people do do it on Saturday. Um, um, but for me, October, November, December is just like the yearly Sabbath months for me, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> um, it's just a going inward. And I think it has everything to do with the colder um, days, the colder seasons, the shorter days, um, the darker days. Yeah, I think my my body and my mind resonates with that. And I mean, God is the creator of it all. There's a reason why the seasons are the seasons. Um, and I think that if humans, I wish, I've always said this, I wish humans could hibernate. I wish we had no choice but to hibernate in the winter months because I think it would do us some good to just step back and slow down. I think for me, the challenge would be to step back and slow down always because I'm not, I don't, I'm not in a place where there are those seasons and I can physically look outside and see, Oh, now it's time to slow down. You know what I mean? Because it looks like somewhere out there, like <laughs> what does it get? You guys do have a temperature drop though, right? It's maybe not for like hot. a week in January. So how hot is it today? Like today, right now, it is, hold on, we didn't plan this. It is 88 degrees outside. So high of 90, low of 73. So what was it in summer? Like what was your low in summer? Maybe 80. Instead okay, of so there's a. There's a difference there. There's something, there's some happening, but I'm inside of the AC. <laughs> right. But all I'm saying is there is, even if it's a very Slight. small degree, there's a change, right? Yes. I I hesitate to say yes, because there are some days that it'll, it'll go right back to, to 80 degrees being the low. And you know what I mean? Like it's not winter. I remember living in Hawaii and I was like, oh man, I'm not going to have winter. I'm not going to have winter. But once I was there for two years, 
um, yeah, you don't have winter, but it's the rainy season. It's there's the there's cool, some rain. That's true. It's the cooler season. Like there's a degree. There's of something rain. happening. There's something happening. You know, right, right, For sure. Right. For All sure. I'm saying, I, I'm only saying that because seasons are scientifically a thing, spiritually a mm-hmm. thing. Like God created them, and I think there's a reason for it. I agree. I 100% agree. Um, I think that if you ask any like farmer or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 100%, they live off of the seasons. So I 100% agree that um, there is a reason for seasons. Um, You're a poet and you didn't even know it. Girl, Uh, because I don't think God does anything flippantly. So I think everything has a meaning and a purpose behind it. So one of the things that you text me when we were talking, when we were talking about like what we're going to talk about today um, is that you said that the end of the harvest season and the beginning of the holiday madness. Now, why, why, why do we have to let it be holiday madness? We don't, I don't. I don't, I and I don't think you do, I but re- I think that- No, just this year. Last year was madness. Don't, don't, don't oh, get it twisted. Oh. See, okay, so- Last year was of- your first year of not madness, though. I remember I mean- you taking the entire December off last year. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, yes, but also before that. So we are a military family, so we <laughs> have the pleasure of not necessarily- running all the places, being around all the family members in December. Mm-hmm. Um, however, if we, if this was a year that we were going home to see family, I, it's exhausting. And I know, and some people love that. Like to some people that is the holiday season. And if you love that, if you thrive off of that, go you, I just want, I want people to sit in the loveliness and the gift of December. And it, it's so hard to, when it's like, we have to do this, we have to go to this party. We have to do this. I have to get these people. Ain't, let me tell you something. Ain't no adult in my life getting a gift from me this year. And I do not feel sorry about it. I'm I'm not sorry. One, you're not a child Two, I will give you a gift in the other months. Three, it's, it, it, I would, I want to challenge everybody that if there is a stress point, if there's something that stresses you out in December, remove it, remove it. If it's buying gifts for adults, remove it. I, um, that's one of the reasons why I challenged, um, myself and some of my friends this, this October to finish our Christmas shopping before October, mm-hmm. because I said to myself, and eh, guys, I remember the Christmas season being the best season, not this crazy stressed out thing where I got to do all the things, all the Christmas things. Do you think that, like, do you remember that as a child? Is that because you were a child? No, I remember that as a child. No, no. As a child, I remember the Christmas season being magical. I remember. Isn't that because you weren't buying the gifts, (laughs) but I wasn't even interested in the gifts. I wasn't interested in gifts as a child. I just remember a feeling of the season. I remember 
a sense of serving the community. I remember a sense of um, the, the Christmas carols and the lights and the togetherness of family, a warmness, a coziness. How you feel about fall is how I feel about Christmas. Like that, the songs, the movies, the um, it was magical. The focus, the focus on Christ during the, the Christmas season, the focus, everything, every, not just by me and my family, but by everybody. Yeah. There was like, um, I remember growing up any local church you passed or like, even at the stores, you saw a manger, like that was a thing. And now it's like, you got to search for baby Jesus in the hay Jesus be Jesus, Jesus be all types of raunchy. Like, Oh gosh, y'all did that with baby Jesus. Like, yeah, there's just, a yeah. Lot. It's like, you have to seek out the Lord there's um, just a lot, yeah. but I know that I want to create that for my kids, that safe space. I want to create that magic for them. And I can't do that if I'm out here looking for their gifts. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, gifts take a lot of thought and a lot of effort for me. It's not something that I do passive. It's not something that I, that I just go to the store. What's here. All right. Let's get that one. This one, that one, that, that one, like it's not. So it took me a solid month to pick out gifts for my kids. And I didn't want to spend my whole month of December, my whole after, after Thanksgiving to till the 25th stressing and thinking about that. So eliminated that problem. And I said to myself, ain't no madness going to happen this year. The holidays will be about family. When I make time for my extended family, when God calls me to, to focus on extended family, my immediate family that I have here, protecting, nurturing, fostering deep connections and relationships, listening to their hearts. Um, that's what we doing. Ain't no madness happening. Ain't nothing but peace and calm um, because oh, I just, so I don't want excited it. excited and happy for you. I just don't want it. You know, you just tell the devil, no, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and you, and you draw your lines, you guys, which is yes. why I'm like, even that's why I decided to take December off from our homeschool one, because we don't want to school in December. We want to spend time together. We want to have experiences together. Um, you know, there's plenty to do in the summertime. There's plenty to do. Uh, but in December, I just want to sit and settle. And I'm so proud of you, Wendy, for being super intentional and super um, um, proactive and and knowing, you know what? No, this year I'm taking back my power. This is how we're going to do it. This is how I'm getting it done. It's so inspiring because you know that, you know, you know, it's coming. Like you can't be naive. You can't just wait for it to come and be like, Oh, what? Like you, but I feel like some people like it comes every year. Every, like, 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 oh, I'm so overwhelmed. That. I got to go to Billy Joe's house. I got to go to Sally's house. And then I got to turn around and go to Sarah's house. Like, you, like, slow down. Like, what yeah. is, like, what is this? Like, where's, where, where's the, the, the joy? Where's mm -hmm. the fun? Where's the, the happiness? And yes, I understand that busyness um, can be, I don't know where some people find happiness, but there, in my opinion, there really is no amount of busyness that in the end, you don't get burnt out. You know what I mean? And I don't, yeah, I had, what'd you say? Go ahead. 
No. Yeah. I think that's a personality type of like, got to get it done. Got to go. Got to go. Got to go. For sure. I've been guilty of that. Just be mindful of protecting your peace during what's supposed to be one of the most peaceful times of the year. Protect your peace, protect your family's peace. Um, And like, and take back your power. I feel like this has been an ongoing theme this season of no news, no government, no hateful neighbor, no social media. Guys, y'all can't let them have your Christmas. Like all the things like, you know, in the name of Jesus, you fall down because I am a child of God. And that means I get to partake in peace and I get to partake in joy and I get to partake in all of the heavenly things that my father has for me and nothing in this world is going to no amount of things not being shipped of, of gifts under the tree. Uh, and you know what? I'm even going to say it of food in my, in, in my home, take it all. Give me Jesus. And, and if we have Jesus, we have joy and we have peace and I just need Christians to start kind of floating above all the crap and operate in your Christ. You are Mm -hmm. a daughter of Christ. Stop Mm -hmm. act. Stop walking around like you're not. Stop walking around and letting fear control you. I remember that you said something earlier this year about just like being the peace in your home, but you had reposted something about like during the Great Depression, like. shortages during the great depression the moms were in there making making their homes not be the great depression just using (laughs) if you only got beans and rice make it be the best beans and rice christmas festival y'all ever seen like come on now go outside go pick your your own flowers and your Mm -hmm. own um branches do what Mm -hmm. you gotta do you know what i mean like well and and that's the thing oh i love looking at my kids during this time because they're so oblivious to it all (laughs) and i'm like Yes, I'm doing a good, like that's let them and, and may we learn from them and just shut it down. Not everything gets to walk into your home. Not everything gets your power. Like, Oh yeah. No, we, and you know what, to, to, to just put this back to the beginning and my love of beauty and art and loveliness, (laughs) that is the power of that kind of stuff. You know, to some people, it's just, Oh, you have a decorated tree or, oh, your house is clean. Oh, um, you know, you have pretty plates. I do it to create beauty. (laughs) I do it to not make it the Great Depression in these walls. And, you know, what, and you don't have to spend money to do that, but like cozy up your, like, I'm just really passionate about making your home feel and be a safe, beautiful place. And I think that the importance of it is understated. I feel like that there's so much um, lack of appreciation for what a mother needs to do in the home for the peace that they bring not only to their children, but to their husbands and to the world eventually, because these husbands and these children are what go out into the world. And so um, I finding being able to create 
traditions within your home, being able to decorate your home, being able to foster this sense of warmth and just the sense of um, love and peace and joy. Like, guys, this is the, this is the work. Like, this is the greatest work that we're doing. This is our, this is the, this is it, you know? And it's so, I don't know if you read my Instagram post this week, but it's about how like the meaning of life is in the understated moments. It's so understated. It's not dressed up. It's not fancy. It is so simple in its beauty, but it's there. And that's why people miss it. But like, it's also why I live a completely fulfilled life because I'm like, here we are again. We're making breakfast and we're thinking about, you know, decorating and we're cleaning and we're setting the stage for life because this is it. This is not a pretend. This isn't what I'm like. This is it. I'm it here today. Mm-hmm. Love it. I love it. And it's it's just it's just the reality. Um one of the things that I wanted to just make sure that I, guys, it protect your peace. I know it's the thing that we've been talking all about. Take your power, protect your peace. Be mindful of the sneaky ways that the stress and the anxiety and the fear sneak back in. So it might be your friend that don't really talk about politics. Like it's not her that's talking about politics but she'd be reposting all the things in her stories. And you know, that's your friend. So you check out her stories all the time and just be mindful of those little things. Like, yes, she, your friend, it's not my birthday. I I have a room full of kids. One One second, baby, one second. All that to say, guys, just be mindful of the sneaky ways that, um, that your peace can be disrupted. That's all. It doesn't necessarily have to be in your face. I ain't following that person. No, like it could be just somebody constantly reposting things Um, because I want you guys to have a wonderful holiday season. I want you guys to um, be able to create that peace and that harmony within your home. But it's hard to do when your own peace is disrupted, when your own harmony is not there. Yeah. And if you're the friend reposting, I know I went like, two weeks where I was just like, it is my duty to repost and share everything. And so if you're the friend who is doing that, we, that friend's intention is not bad. Um, but sometimes we're just unaware of what that may be causing someone else who wants to look at your page, the, the anxiety that's giving that woman and the the fear that that's giving that woman. So, yeah. um, And then, and like you said, Sorry. Like you said, Tori, the, the truth is that's not their intention. Um, yeah. And you're also hearing that, like, if you don't speak, then your voice is silent as yeah. if social media where you going to change the world. Come yeah. on now. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I, the reason I stopped posting stuff is because posting on social media, the, the, the battle's already been won on social media. Social media is going to let circulate what circulates. And so, um, and and we're past that. We're at this point where you decide for yourself, you and your house, what you guys are going to do and who you're going to serve. And, and if you're going to bow down to fear, go ahead. And if you're not go ahead, and that is going to be different for every single family, because every single family has a different set of needs. And as Christian women, the biggest thing we can be doing is just taking everything to the Lord in prayer 
taking our personal family's needs and prayers to God and he will guide us. Um, and we can rest in that. Yes. Yes. Do not underestimate prayer and the power of prayer. Love that. And honestly, have a conversation with somebody outside because you'll realize that you are more the same than you are different. Social media will make it seem like there's this huge divide. And then you sit down, you talk to somebody, you're like, oh yeah, I agree with that. Or like you go to the store and you're like, it's a peaceful world. It is not, it's, it's not as chaotic out there. Like if, if it was chaotic, there would be literally chaos, right? People are still very civilized. (laughs) There is still peaceful, normal, happy people. Don't believe the lie that there isn't. And there, and guess what? The peaceful people, they might, it might be a vaccinated person and an unvaccinated person. They friends, y'all, they out there. Imagine that, Wendy. Imagine that. All right, ladies, thank you so much for joining us. I hope we helped you harvest, right? Right, Tori? <laughs> I'm done. You guys, I can never do anything beautiful with Wendy because she's always like, okay, let's get to the practicality of it all. <laughs> I try, ladies. I try. But you know what? She's changing me. She's changing me. She got me decorating. She got me slowing down. She's changing me a little bit at a time. She's chipping away at this old. And you, same, same. You're really making me think, okay, but how does this practically look? Look at that. That's why iron sharpens iron. <laughs> Facts, ladies. Before my children come in here with their PJ Maxx, we'll talk to you next time. Go, go buy them Halloween costumes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I gotta go <laughs> Bye. <do that>. Bye. <laughs> Ladies, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. We pray that you remember to lean into the one true vine while you are busy being the fruitful vine. Until next time. Bye. bye. Why is that the first time that we actually did it at the same time?